Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are reviewing the week that was and the week that's to come. So that's week 11 in the past, week 12 on the horizon. I'd also like to give a big happy Thanksgiving shout out to our American uh, friends and patriots down south. It is their Thanksgiving. We've already celebrated ours. We've already worked that turkey fat off. So before we get started, I just want to let you guys know this episode is brought to you by shirtoutlets.com, where you can get all the sport merchandise from jerseys, hats, tees to shoes, flags, and even the replica rings. Our friend Kimmy over there has got what you need. Just let them know that you're a friend of the Portman Fantasy Football League podcast. Drop us an email at portmanfootball at gmail.com, and we can help hook you up with a 5% discount, uh, possibly, not to mention some free shipping globally, and even a free jersey. So these guys are legit. Love working with them. Now on with the show. Uh, it is Wednesday night, November 22nd, the eve of Thanksgiving. Andrew, how you doing? Good and good. Uh, looking uh, forward to uh, some good games this week. Um, Yeah, the biggest game we are looking for is not an NFL game, though. True. Let's be honest. We are looking forward sure. to the... The Big Ten matchup of the century, it, it's just one of the greatest rivalry battles uh, to ever play in football. It's Ohio State losing to the Michigan Wolverines at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time this Saturday. Yes. Mm-hmm. In, the big, in the big house. In the big house. Oh, man, that'd be so good to be at. Do you see what ticket prices they're selling for? No, but I'm sure they're in the tens of thousands. 7100 for the nosebleeds. 7100 US wow. dollars for the nosebleeds. But you know what? Those nosebleeds, you've been in the stadium. Those been. are still good seats. They're still good seats. This is why I'm very tempted to buy season tickets and then so and then sell this particular game off when it happens and uh, pay for the next couple of seasons of season tickets and yeah. then actually be able to fly down and see them. Yes. Yes. So. Maybe maybe that should be our um, one of our old man goals is that we buy season tickets, and that way, well, once a year we get a chance to like travel down well, and we just sell one every second Ohio State game. Well, but even like if, even if you're only flying down for a couple of games of the season, right? You you're gonna make a premium on Michigan versus Michigan State. Sure. You're gonna and, and make now a... we have UCLA and uh, USC yeah. and Washington and whoever else is coming over. Yeah. So there's gonna be other great matchups. Yeah, you're gonna make you're a gonna premium make on the uh, Minnesota, um, Michigan game for the 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 Big Brown Jug game. Mm-hmm. Like any of those little mini trophy games, those will yeah, go for Paul more Bunyan. money. Yeah, the Paul Bunyan one. That's I think that's the Michigan State one. Um, and and then the uh, Ohio State game. Right, like for for those for the first two, you'd probably at least double your money if you had really good seats. Sure. I think. Well, I could get really good seats. I do have the the content like, information of that uh, that one couple. So, yeah. So I think it might it might be worth it. I'm not. I'm gonna have to re reconsider the yeah. that uh, that investment. And then and then what then what you do is you take like a a, a knitting class online, so then you're an alumni. <laughs> That's right. You just take a class. So I was like, I'm an alumni now. Yep. 
That's right. Well, you know what? That's really not a bad idea. I, I'm probably going to have to go see the continuing and, education. And then you, then, then, you, then you give up some money and you become a booster. And then you put the team in, in jeopardy for an investigation because boostering and, and giving out the money that they're not supposed to. And... All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I, well, actually, did you hear Ohio State? is not, It came out today. Ohio State's now under investigation for recruiting uh, uh, violations. Okay, hang on, just gonna. NCAA does not like the Big Ten. Why are you waiting to specific times like this? Oh, I don't know. Like it just seems a little too coincidental. Like I said a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Michigan and the three-game suspension, why does it come up when two of the three games is the biggest three games? Two of them are the biggest games of the season for the Wolverines. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to put chaos in Ohio State's camp halfway through the week of their biggest game of the season. Like this, to me, this game is bigger yep. than the national championship. Uh, it's, well, it's at least bigger than... For non-Ohio State fans and non-Michigan fans, it's not. Uh, from a TV draw, it probably is. It is. It is. From a from an NCAA perspective, I think this game is bigger than than the national championships because the national championships is typically, you know, an SEC team and somebody else, and everybody thinks it's going to be a blowout. Well, but, Boston, yeah, it's it, a good game, and it's a big blowout. You know, like thirty-five to seven. I want another. I want them to score no more than ten points against Michigan, and I want Michigan to be in the thirties. That's why I say thirty-five to seven. Yeah, that'd be let, great. Let let Ohio State get the first touchdown, and then shut them down but, the rest of the game. Yeah, tighten up and just like nothing happen. Yeah, I'm not afraid of their quarterback. I'm not. I don't think their quarterback is anything special. They have a decent offensive line. They're, uh, they're, so their offensive line is decent. Uh, goodbye in some time. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not afraid of the running back. I am afraid of Marvin Harrison. The guy is, is an elite pass catcher. Mm -hmm. uh, but they've always had elite pass catchers. But as soon as they're able to apply some pressure uh, and get to that quarterback, I don't know how well he's going to set up to that. Um, and I think that's where Michigan has the advantage is Dude. their defensive line can get to the quarterback. They have JJ McCarthy, better quarterback. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, their defense, their defensive oh. line can get to the quarterback and cause havoc. Um, right. And hopefully that shuts down Harrison. Harrison's going to have a few big long balls. It's going to happen. But as long he as they don't go for touchdowns, yeah. That's just it. I mean, that kid, that kid's going to be special if he does not go in the top five. In the draft, there's something wrong. Yeah, uh, I think unless there's some really, really QB needy teams, and they all trade up to try and get their guys. But still, I think he's going to be the top receiver, so he'd still be in the top he five. Be, he should be the receiver. He should be. Should be. Yep. There might be a couple yep. of defensive players go. Um, sure, but... like it could be in that contention. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's it's going to be exciting to talk about that in the off season. Right yes. now we're in season. It's week twelve. Let's uh, 
Let's get your shout out out. Oh, let's do the shout outs. Hey, uh, we have three shout outs to do today, folks. The first wow. one, uh, we're going to give out to Samwise127 from Spokane, Washington. He's only a four year veteran of fantasy football. Uh, he hung tough until his team surely let him down this week in the Borman Guillotine League, uh, getting axed. You lose. And for that, we give you the shout out. But two bonus shout-outs here. First one is going to go to our league mate, Donnie, and Commissioner Extraordinaire. Uh, just so you guys know, he took the top spot this week uh, due to some unfavorable matchups in our league. Uh, Donnie came out on top, and now he's he's number one in the league. So he ended last year in last place, suffered the penalty, had his name changed, his, his image and likeness uh, modified, and here he is sitting in the top spot from the bottom to the top. Congratulations, Donnie. And shout-out number two, going to Gabriel, a.k.a. Labor Biss, for getting his first win of the season. Hooray! Way to go, Gabriel. And for that, you guys, shout out! Good job, Gabriel. It'll be short-lived, yeah, though. Awesome. Oh, man. It'll it was... be short because I go against him <laughs> yeah. this week. That's right. That's right. Although, we'll, we'll talk about that momentarily. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's get into some football news. Okay, so here's what's happening in the world of football. Uh, quarterback Zach Wilson has been benched. Was it Tim Boyle is taking his place? Uh, we'll see how that actually Somebody. pans out. Oh, um, um. whatever. It's I, I don't know if it's a real step back or step up. It's more of a lateral uh, move here. Zach Wilson's not the guy. They need to do something different, and they haven't uh, haven't had a chance to do anything. So whatever. I think they're just they're biding their time and. That freak Aaron Rodgers is gonna play before the end of the year. Ugh. Whether whether they make the playoffs or not, he is going to play before the end of the sure. year. Sure. You know what? I'd rather see a busted Aaron Rodgers than the crap that Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Even I if all he's doing is turning around and handing the damn ball off, there's that threat that he might throw it. So you gotta <laughs> you want him to throw it. You 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 have to respect the 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 receivers because he may just step back two steps and throw it and like have a, a release time of you know half three a second, second. Yeah. yeah just just be done just one two three boom gone uh, another quarterback change Desmond Ritter is back in in Atlanta yeah. um, I'm not sure who the quarterback is there of the future it's not either one of these two dudes no, no. and they're, I think they're trending toward Top, they're going to get a top five pick, and uh, I, for, for for fantasy people, I think Ritter is better. So guys like Kyle Pitts, um, uh, their wide really? receiver there, their uh, well, who's the wide receiver there? Drake London. Uh, Drake London. I think those two will benefit. Bijan Bijan Robinson is going to take a hit because Ritter likes to throw the ball, he and if he's built very good, and if he. No, but if he's built any chemistry with those guys, um, okay. they're going to get yardage, right? Uh, I hope so. I, I definitely hope so. As owners of both of those players in a variety of leagues, I'd love to yes. see them become relevant, and, and, but I don't and, and, be until next that's year. Why, that's why I'm going to say pits, pits, pits. Chervin, pits, pits, pits. You'll see why later. Okay. <laughs> um, in other news, the Steelers have fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada. Yeah. Good move. Good move. Yeah, Let's see how they play this week. Something had to change. Something had to change. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not happy with the overall play. Najee Harris is somewhat dead to me. Jalen Warren's been a bit of a bright side. Deontay Johnson, who I love, and George Pickens, who we we also love, um, just Aren't haven't been. Yeah, like at best, like mediocre at best, if not worse. Um, is that because of the offensive play calling, or is it because of Kenny Pickett? I guess we'll find out. Or is it because of the offensive line not being able to block? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out. I hope yeah. to see some some changes with the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see some of those fantasy assets become relevant again. I, I you know, I, because I have them in other leagues, it was nice to see Fryer move back, uh, bounce back, and have a okay. good game. Yeah, that's true. Week. He has he came back from injury, right? So I, w- I yeah. wouldn't expect him to be too hot right away, but. Nice but he had, I think he got 12 points last week. So that was a, that's a good thing for a guy coming back, a tight end. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had 12 points. I don't, I don't, I don't have an asset of him. I don't have any shares of Pat Fryermuth. So I don't, I don't get a chance to follow him. I will just double check while you're, while we're talking. Okay. Uh, in injury news. <laughs> Okay, another injury for Michael Thomas that knocked him out for the year. He's done. And I think he's, like, done, done. Put a fork in him. I don't think he gets renewed. I don't think another team picks him up. Uh, yeah, he's he's dead to me. So even if he is signed to the team, even the Saints again, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not holding him on my roster. I'm not nothing. He's not worth it. Uh, I'm moving on. I think Rashid Shahid is the number two on this team. Um, even ahead of Alvin Kamara, I think A.T. Perry is an interesting grab if you guys have him out on your waiver wires. Um, as just like an ad, just keep on your bench, your dynasty benches. But yeah, that's it. Uh, other injury news Kyron Williams is coming back off of IR, he's practicing this week. Good chance he's going to suit up this weekend, so that's kind of exciting. Um, as in a positive move, the Rams have also waived and signed to the practice squad Daryl Henderson. So that means they are confident in Kyron Williams' return. And Aaron Jones has an MCL sprain. He's going to be out multiple weeks. So he is not playing tomorrow in the Thanksgiving uh, Day game. Um, A.J. Dillon is going to take the rock. And I'm very excited about that. Not because I'm an A.J. Dillon owner, but because I'm a huge fan of the Detroit Lions and they are going to snuff those Green Bay Packers. All right. Do you have any news on Pat Frymouth? I am a blind man. It okay. wasn't 12. It wasn't 12 points. It was 1.2. 1.2. The decimal point matters. Where, where that decimal point is, it does matter. 1.2. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm kind of like the way, that's the way tight ends go, though. They, they only score 1.2 points. Yeah. Okay, uh, you know what? Let's let's get into some league talk. Sleeper report. Sleeper report. Sleeper report. Okay, so we're going to talk about some things that happened in the league, starting with our sleeper report. Uh, the best manager of the league, Gabriel, at ninety percent. Congratulations, Gabriel. That's absolutely fantastic. Worst manager of the league, too many points on his bench. We got Bryce. Uh, 69%. Narrowest victory goes to you, Andrew, and Slick. You guys had a a nail-biter. You won 118.88 over 118.16. That is a .7262 differential. 16? You know what? And, and 72. 
when I posted on Monday night, I yeah. pray that there's not a stat correction. There correction? was, there <gasps> was a stat correction because it was I was at one nineteen point one two or something like that. Yeah. So I dropped down. I was like, oh, no more corrections. Get the stupid report out because that's the this report's the final, right? Yeah. Oh man. That could have been devastating, hey? Yes. Yeah, Especially because as I was watching the game and Mahomes uh, throwing a pick for two, like negative two points. If I lost by less than two points, oh, that would have oh. been that would have been a, a burn. Okay. Uh, highest Especially score of the week. Slick burn. Slick burn. Oh, I don't, uh, don't have that one on here yet. I'll get that one. Yeah. Um, Highest score of the week goes to Chervin at 122. A low score. score Yeah, it was the the big teams um, did lost, and the the little teams like the the teams that have like a a lower record um, all all played well. Like their teams showed up. Um, Yeah, yeah. we have have an absolutely new standing. Like I mentioned earlier, Donnie is now number one in the league. He's sitting there at eight and two, eight and three, uh, eight and three. Um, The rest of us. Uh, we all came down a notch, which just makes the waters muddier making the playoffs. Um, and, and really, you know, the crazy thing with Don, mm-hmm. you know, you look at your points for he's at uh, what is that? 1100. Mm-hmm. Slick in second place, 1400. Yep. You, 1400. Brace, 1100. Me, 1200. So, like, he's got a lot lower. Like, he's, he's squeaking out some. He's squeaking out some low victories. He is, yeah. He's going up against people in their weakest moments yeah. and taking advantage of it. Yeah. It's the way Donnie works, man. He just he, he finds you weak <laughs> and he take, takes advantage of it. Because um, it's funny. If, uh, if the season ended today, if Donnie would be in the playoffs, if he was on the outside of the bubble, he'd have pick 103. Yeah. Based on 1.4. So it's, yeah. just, it's just kind of interesting um, how that all plays out. Now... For now, right now, has... if if it worked out, is there anybody from the playoffs in the playoffs? If the playoffs were to start right now, last year, did Chervin or Slick make the playoffs last year? Uh, no, I don't think Chervin made. Or Chervin did, Slick did not. So there'd only be I'm one repeat. No, you, I think. Uh, no, I think Slick did make it last year, right? Because you and I, you and Juan, and I all battled. For those last playoff spots, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think you and you and Juan, and then uh, Marvin and Chervin. Yeah. So Slick didn't make it. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So we could have a, a really new uh, group of guys sitting here in the playoffs, which is nice to see that kind of rotation and turnover. But we need to get to the poor man of the week. Yeah. So that's the low score. This is going to go to a guy who has not been on this list. I think in the last three years, this is his first poor man of the week in three years. Marvin, 75.74. You had a rough week, my friend. And for that, you get the sploosh. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Which also might explain part of this trade. Because Marvin did trade away Devontae Adams to Juan for Mark Andrews. And when I first saw this, and I was like, oh, hey, um, Juan thinks he's, he's making a run for it. Good for him. 
And then when I really looked at it, I'm like, that's a dumb, that's, I don't like that trade. I think that's a dumb trade. I think you just made Marvin scary again because now Marvin has a high-quality tight end, which he did not have. But And you got rid of an old man off his roster. No, but Mark Andrews is gone for the year. He's gone for the year, right? Which means Marvin's not competing this year, which I don't think Marvin is anyways because yeah. he's had too many losses. But next year when Mark Andrews is healthy, yes, I think that's where I'm, I'm in disagreement of this trade, Juan. You can't <laughs> give a guy who's won three championships in a row, one of the Brian best Newton. teams in the game, as you try and make a push for the playoffs. you got to think about our struggles for next year, my friend. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it was a bit on you. You, you got to You got to play to win. You got to, yeah. you got to make moves. This is a move to win. Now I'm not looking forward to going against Marvin next year. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. You know what? Let's get into the map. We've talked about it. Let's just get into the matchup results yeah. this week. We had me versus Donnie. Everybody, including Donnie picked me. It did not happen. Donnie edged out the victory. My running backs, my quarterback, my tight end, they all played. My receivers, however, did not. They all just decided to run onto the field, get some cardio, and uh, and go back to the locker room. So I, I missed out. Donnie, uh, his team all across the board, nice even numbers, took advantage of the situation. That's, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Uh, edged out the win. Congratulations, Donnie. That puts you number one. Matchup number two, Gabriel versus Marvin. Marvin, as we just talked about, had the lowest score of the week. And to have the lowest score of the week, that means someone has to beat you because you can't have anybody lower. So Gabriel came out on top, got his first win. Congratulations. Uh, we all picked Marvin to win that matchup. Did not happen. Matchup number three, this was uh, Slick versus Andrew. We all picked Andrew. Andrew came on out on top, so congratulations us. We finally got one right. Uh, your Kansas City stack is what did too. Isaiah Pacheco, Kelsey, and Mahomes finally edged out your your victory over Slick by yes. that fraction of a point. Oh yes, uh, I I feel for you, Slick. I truly do. Uh, but you're not out of it. You're still in it, buddy. Yep. Matchup four: Chervin versus Josh. Uh, this could have gone either way. I picked Josh. Donnie picked Josh. You picked Chervin, and that was correct. That's uh, that's how the game came out. Uh, Chervin on top, so you you got a point. Matchup five, Bryce versus Juan. I picked Bryce. You picked Bryce. Donnie picked Juan. Bryce was the correct choice. Yeah. So unfortunately, not not great selections. We did not do well. I went two and three. You did go. You did go three and two. Donnie only went one and four. So here's our season long standings. I'm at thirty three and twenty two. You're at thirty four and twenty one. Donnie's at thirty one and nineteen. So the one, two, three. There we go. Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about this week's matchups because this is where the the, the proof is in the pudding. Because I think there's going to be some solid rebounds. Um, I'm facing Juan this week, and I'm in the wrong league. So if I just go back to the correct league here and then go to league challenge, uh, I'm facing Juan in two leagues. Oh, How is that? I can beat him twice. Sweet. <laughs> uh, I'm facing him in no fun where he's 10 and one right now on the season, having a great season down there. Uh, and then here we are in poor man where he's five and six and I'm seven and four. So 
uh, I'm very confident in my team this week because I'm running more running backs than I am receivers. So I've got Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey, Jameer Gibbs, A.J. Brown, who I think is going to rebound against Buffalo because if Devontae Smith had a game, he's going to complain that, hey, you know what, throw me the ball. So I think A.J. Brown's going to bounce back. I got Michael Pittman, T.J. Hawkinson, and then I'm going to go David Montgomery, uh, Devin Singletary. He's That's my flex. I don't know if I'm going to keep that. And then Alvin Kamara. Guys that I've considered playing, James Conner, Adam Thielen kind of had a bit of a bounce back. I'm really nervous to play um, Deontay Johnson until I see what happens in that Steelers offense. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Josh Downs could be interesting. He had a bye week. Uh, he's had some targets with Garner Minshew, so I don't know. That's a possibility. So Devin Singletary is the guy that I'd take out and swap somebody in. So that's where I'm at right now. I am facing against Jalen Hurts. Oof, that's kind of scary. Uh, Derrick Henry, Gus Edwards, who is the Gus bus, scoring them touchdowns on a consistent basis. Just finding the end zone. Tank Dell, who's a scary wide receiver. Uh, that guy's DeAndre, come out of nowhere. It's fantastic. I absolutely love it that he's just happened. Um, unfortunately, I sold my last share of him to, to try and get some assets, so I don't have any more Tank Dell shares, sadly. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I think that's a tough play because they're going against – they're both crap teams, Titans and Carolina, so something might happen. Jake Ferguson, Devontae Adams, newly acquired, Jalen Waddle, and Zay Jones. Does he have something else that he could play? Not really. There's guys I'd like him to sub in just because. Uh, not really. No, I think that's that looks like his best lineup. Yep. All right. Well, um, I'm picking me because I have to. I believe. Yeah. yeah, I pick you. Okay, and so did Donnie. Donnie picked me. Still no no submissions from Josh, Marvin, or Gabriel. We'll see if they get anything in. Matchup number two. This is your matchup. This is uh, this is an important one because right now the standings are this. Donnie's one. Slick is two, I'm three, Bryce is four, Andrew, you're on the outside looking in uh, at six and five. And then there you've got, uh, after you've got Chervin, Josh, and Juan all sitting there at five and six, trying to, uh, to get themselves back in. So I'm trying to hang on to a playoff spot, but that's, oh, it's going to be tough. Okay, so you are facing... Your toughest competition of the season, Gabriel, at one and ten. Yep. He's on a hot streak. Are you nervous? No. Okay. You're bringing, you're bringing Patrick <laughs> Holmes, Joe Mixon, Isaiah Pacheco, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt, Christian Watson, and Wandale Robinson. I'm sure you can find someone better than Wandale Robinson. Oh yeah, I haven't set my lineup yet. Okay. Um. I'd go Zeke, to be honest with you. Hunter Henry, Gallup, Holland. Yeah, I'd actually swap out Zeke for uh, for Wondell Robinson in that same matchup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Zeke might might get that goal line working and, and fall into the end zone and get you a touchdown. Uh, on the opposite side, we've got Trevor Lawrence, Joshua Kelly, not so scary. Not at all. Damian Pierce, who's finally healthy and back on the field. Romeo Dobbs, Amari Cooper, Evan Ingram, Jackson Smith, Najigba, Rashad Bateman, and Jamar Chase. 
Does he have? Well, he can't play Kenneth Walker because he's doubtful, meaning he's out. Um, His scariest oh. guy is Chase, and but Chase doesn't have a quarterback thrown to him. It's got Jake Browning. Yeah. Okay, so this is what's really interesting is I'm I'm pretty confident you and I are going to pick you. Yes. Donnie picked Gabriel. Yes. And I had to verify. I'm like, are you sure? Like, and and this is his reasoning, not not to to discredit it at all, but he he reminded me that whenever someone outside of you and I pick you to win, you don't. Yes. <laughs> no, he is doing you a favor by picking Gabriel to help you get that win. And um, he wants me to climb the standings and start knocking off guys mm-hmm. like you. <laughs> That's right. He he wants to he wants to muddy that water. And if things go the way they might go this week, oh, there could be a big shuffle. There's, there's gonna be a guy dropping out and me pulling up. So well, you know what? After we set these, we'll we'll go have a look. Uh, Slick versus Marvin is matchup number three. I'm uh, I'm I'm leaning already. Slick. He's got Lamar Jackson, Raheem Mostert, Travis Etienne, Keenan Allen, Ceedee Lamb, Cade Otten. He's got Kyron Williams in his lineup already coming off of IR. Chris Olave and Jalen Warren. Lots of lots of choices there. He's sitting Najee Harris. Don't blame him. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Marvin, on the other hand is playing Joshua Dobbs. Okay, he doesn't have Joe Burrow. He's got Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, Amon St. Brown, Cole Komet, Garrett Wilson, who doesn't have a quarterback that can throw him the ball, so that's a scary play because he went negative points last week, minus 1.9, which is terrible. How does a receiver end at minus 1.9? That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. He's got Ramondre Stevenson and Stephon Diggs. Oh, I'd actually – ooh, that's tough. He's playing uh, Joshua Dobbs against Chicago. It's probably the best pick because Chicago's weak on defense. And his other quarterback is Garner Minshew against Tampa Bay. That could be tough. And for... Here's the thing for Ice. Yep. Now, it's still up in the air, but... He's got a little weapon on his bench that's about to come off IR in the name of Justin Jefferson, who's projected to get 15 points. I don't think he plays this week. I I think he does. And the reason, the reason for it is they're playing the lowly Chicago Bears. And two, they need to make that push to make the playoffs. They need this win. They need the win. Can they catch Detroit? I don't no. know. I, I don't, don't think so. I don't think so. Neither do I. But see, if it was them versus Detroit, I would say sit them. Because that's going to be a, that would have been a, like, even if he played, it would have been a 50 50 game. Against Chicago, they need this. They need this win. They need they it. They need the division win. They do. So, Take if putting him in to take out the Bears, even if he's on a play count, right? You know, you play, you know, every second down, and not, okay. you know, like not, not you're not playing down one and down three, you play down number two, and I throw it to you 
for a 10, 15 yard pass. Yeah. Right. Play him, give him the safe stuff, the safe, easy stuff to catch. Working back in. It is a good game to work back in, right? And get him a touchdown or two. Or two. Um, this is where I like, I pick, I'm picking, I'm picking Marvin this week. Me too, actually. And for that reason and that reason only, I don't like Dobbs, but Dobbs wants to look really good. He's going to give the ball to Jefferson. I think uh, Joshua Dobbs is a solid play this week against Chicago. Chicago does not have a scary defense. Like they have, they can make plays, but they're not, they're not world beaters. Yeah. So I think Joshua Dobbs can make some stuff happen. He's been around long enough uh, with the team. I think he's acclimated. He's going to get some stuff done. I think Taylor um, is going to rip apart Tampa Bay. Um, I think St. Brown is going to have a top, a, a good game against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I don't like Cole Komet. Um, no. Wilson, no, against Miami. Wait, doesn't have a quarterback. Exactly. But Diggs, again, you look at like last week, if it's not, um, uh, what's his face? It's going to go, if, if it's not Diggs, it's the other one. So, Diggs better better show up and play. Uh, in this case, you, do you mean the other one is in Khalil Shakir or Gabe Davis? Because uh, Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis has, Gabe Davis hasn't done anything in three weeks. Yeah, but I think it's because they're trying to force feed stuff on Diggs too much. But but Khalil Shakir has done some pretty yeah. amazing things true, over the last true. couple, right? So true. So I just i I think the the matchups favor. Uh, Marvin better than Slick's matchups. Slick's Slick might might be closer to his floor instead of his ceiling, as where I think yeah. Marvin's he's going to be closer to his ceiling. And I also need I also need him to the uh, Slick to lose. Uh, yes, you and I both. <laughs> you and I both, right? Um, Slick Slick is a good team, and he's he's in the playoff hunt. He's currently sitting number two, and that's I don't I want to be one or two. I got to be the president or vice president. I can't be down here over in the middle of the pack. Yeah. All right, let's come to uh, matchup number four. We got Chervin versus Bryce. Yep. Uh, Chervin is bringing Tua, Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, Herb Smith at tight end, Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, and Gabe. Davis. Okay. And then over here on the other side, he's got Bryce who's competing for a, um, a spot in the playoffs. He's got Josh Allen, Zach Charbonnet, Deandre Swift, Debo Samuel, Chris. Oh, oh wow. Calvin Ridley, George Kittle at tight end, James cook, Jordan Addison and Devonte Smith. So kind of like you've got Christian Kirk versus Calvin Ridley teammates, right? You've got Brandon Ayuk versus Kittle and Debo Samuel teammates. Um. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is tough. Uh, Tua does have a tough matchup with the New York Jets. Their defense is pretty good. Yeah, but he's got yeah, Hill. He's got Hill. Like, like he like, doesn't have. He does. uh, Tua yeah. has Hill. Tua has Tyreek Hill to throw to. Yeah. You have Hill. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh man. Hey, I do love your uh, your Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift joke you made. And how how the um, Philadelphia Eagles had DeAndre Swift 
and Jason Kelsey yeah. walk onto the field together because they had their own Swift and Kelsey. I'm like, that's that's classic, man. That's awesome. What would have been better is if the team walked out to one of her songs. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't their stadium, otherwise, I think no. they could have arranged that. Probably. So, mm-hmm. which one are you? Who are you going with this for this one? Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there. Donnie went Chervin, and I'm actually leaving Chervin, leaning Chervin side, and not because I need Bryce to lose to strengthen my playoff position, but I actually think. In most aspects, outside of tight end and quarterback, I, I think it goes Chirpin's way. I like Barkley and Pollard more than I like Zach Charbonnet and DeAndre Swift. I like Chris Godwin and DJ more than Debo Samuel and Calvin Ridley. Um, I like Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, and Gabe Davis more than I like James Cook, Jordan Addison, and Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is about the, the quality uh, d- uh, flex play on that side. Whereas on the other side, Brandon Ayuk, I think, surpasses him. Yep. Uh, with regards to uh, options, uh, I think Bryce has got his best best foot forward. Um, no, he doesn't. He's got Jerome Ford sitting on his bench. I'd play Jerome Ford over Zach Charbonnet. Okay. I would. And... Kyle Pitts, yeah, I'd rather go Kyle Pitts than Irv Smith. Yes, at tight end, and that's, that's why I was, was. That's why I was saying earlier. Yeah. I'm going to go to the old, the old uh, Beetlejuice cartoons. It's the pits, the pits, the pits, the pits. It's the pits, the pits. <laughs> that's okay. I remember that. Oh man, that brings uh, back some memories. And, and, and the reason for it, if 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 Atlanta had not made a change at quarterback, you wouldn't have liked Pitts. I might not have. I might not have liked the like, but. But Atlanta always plays New Orleans Saints so tight. Like they always, they always, it's like Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cleveland always steps up and has their best game of the year against Cincinnati. I think it's the same thing in that division. Those two teams bring out the best out of, out of each other. And they always seem to have top games. Okay. Um, So I think, I think Pitts could have a good game against the saints this weekend so it's the pits the pits the pits the pits hopefully he listens this before the game plays hopefully i am going to see oh man you're flip-flopping aren't you no actually believe it or not i am looking for the animated uh, a gif of that animation to throw up into the group chat uh, to add some relevancy, unfortunately, yeah. that might be a tough one to it, find. Oh, that is. Uh, I'm finding some good ones, but I'm not finding the that one particular screen. Oh, this man, I gotta watch this cartoon just just cause. <laughs> Beetlejuice oh, rock band. Might be you might be able to find it in that. Well, okay. I'll just pick I'll just pick this one. Podcast reference. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going Chervin. I'm gonna go Chervin. Uh, one, it it gives me the chance for an upset, and I really do think his team is 
this is what makes our league really frustrating is that we have teams that we think are going to be really good heading into the playoffs. And then the rest of the league shows up and says, Hey, we're good too. And now we're just going to muddy the waters and dilute that whole stretch run where, Hey, one guy who's currently in the playoffs can lose one matchup and end up in seventh place. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm going Chervin. Donnie went Chervin. Who are you going? Oh, I'm Chervin. You're Chervin. Oh, wow. Okay. We're, we're all picking, picking up opposite sides here. The we're picking the projected losers, the underdogs, if you will. Yes. Okay, last matchup, Donnie versus Juan or Donnie versus Josh. I want to pick Josh just so we can knock Donnie back down, but let's have a look. Donnie is running Justin Herbert, Rashad White, Bijan Robinson, Rasheed Rice, Puka Nakua, Dalton Schultz, Brees Hall, Jahan Dotson, and Khalil Shakir. Oh, he's picking those big. And I think that's what happens is he picks those guys that have those big boom games. Yep. Hey, look, I picked you. You're either going to get me two points or 22 points. Yep. Um, on Donnie's side, somebody, you know, it's not projected to get points, but I think he might just because the team is getting confident and getting hot, throwing in Jerry Judy against Cleveland. Um, he might have that's a big that's... game. That's a ballsy move, I think. It is, but I think Denver is starting to surprise some teams. Oh yeah, they're on the climb. Like, there's no doubt. What a three game, like three game winning streak, and now they're being talked about for a wild card spot. Um, they're they've upset some teams that yes we thought should have rolled over them. Yes, hundred percent. That's why I'm saying they're getting some confidence, and this team could go on a little bit of a a tear and Judy could come up, start getting some points if Wilson starts balling out, but that's just my thought. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's have a look on the other side here. Yes. Josh is bringing Gino Smith. Not so hot as of late. No. Um, Austin Eckler, Brian Robinson, Cooper cup, who did injure his ankle. He did not practice today. Uh, Tyler Lockett, David Njoku, uh, who's actually a decent tight end this season. He's actually yes. doing well. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, trying to get that work over, over the Gus bus. Cortland Sutton. Zay Flowers. Those are all... Oh. That's it's top well, one. He he can't play T Higgins. He could play Rashid Shahid. He could play Drake London. That would uh, be the guy I would throw in. Drake London, especially especially if if uh, if Cup is not gonna play. Yeah. Okay. Like if he's got to swap Cup out, I imagine Cup is gonna be out. He's not gonna be able to play. Um. I don't want to pick Donnie, but I really do like the way Donnie's team and his matchups are going. Because they're all they're all big, big boom guys. Yep. Yep. Okay, I got I'm going Donnie. And I'm going Josh. You're going Josh. Okay. Yeah. I wish you the best, man. Uh, and I just it, honestly, I think it's going to be a tight matchup. Um, and if he throws London in, 
Uh, I think that's a smart, uh, a smart play. Um, even going Russell Wilson in, although Cleveland might, uh, they might that's stumble. A but matchup. that's a tough matchup against. It Cleveland. is. It is. Um, you know, I just I think throwing in London again, just for the same reasons as the the last matchup, I think the Atlanta will have one of their better games of the year one of their only good games of the year um, against the saints. And I could see him getting, I could see him getting a touchdown in, and you know, 50 yards. So, you know, 10 points. That's not bad. No, 10 points is great. If you can get 10 points, you're, you're doing all right. So, I mean, like I said, this matchup is right now what it's, what's separating them. 0.04 separating Uh, the two of them right now. So you take cup out, that it drops by five points, so then it gives the advantage to Donnie. Uh, true, true. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's quickly talk about the standings and how things can change after this before we get into our our weekly bet. Yep. Uh, Donnie sitting number one, Slick number two, me three, you, uh, Bryce four, you five. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's just say Donnie wins. Josh is still out. Uh, Donnie Donnie stays at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce, if Bryce loses to Chervin, if yes. that if that that happens, and uh, if I win, I leapfrog him. Win, then you then you leapfrog him, and that and that knocks him out. Yeah. Um, could you? Would you end up leapfrogging me? Do you have more points? No. No. I have more. So I would I would stay in the three spot. Yeah. Um. If slick, yeah. So slick would stay two. I would stay three, depending on our victories at points four. Okay, so we're we're not. You could not leapfrog slick and I, but you could you could you could leapfrog Bryce with a victory and a loss with, and he loses. Yeah. Uh, if if slick loses, I lose, and Bryce loses, and you win, then it looks like slick and I will still be in, with you as four and Bryce as as five. That also means a couple guys have inched their way that much closer to the playoffs. So that two two game buffer, the top four currently hold over half the league, is is negated. Whew. Yeah. Okay. The one the one that I've got the the one that I've got that's gonna that could get hurt the worst mm-hmm. is Marvin or not Marvin Juan. Um, you beating Juan. Because that's going to drop him two games behind. Um, that's true. Because he'll he'll be maybe five and seven instead yeah. of six and six. Yeah. Yeah. But if he gets that win, then he's sitting there six and six, and I'm seven and five. Well, most of us will yeah. be seven and five. Like that's. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why, that's why all of us picked you. Mm-hmm. We all have roles to play to ensure the other people get a chance to be in the playoffs. Yes. Excuse me. All right, well that's that's it's that's this week's matchups. Yeah. Now let's get to the bets of the week. Praise your bits now! Come on, come on, quick, quick, bits, bits, bits. All right, well last week I did a double down with you, Andrew. We did a spinning wheel of death for your giant fantasy line matchup because I loved it. It was a lot of fun, and unfortunately, I lost again. 
it was it was fun to play. It's not fun to lose. So I'm not going to do a, a third down with this. I'm just going to let it lo- let it go. I come up with something new. Okay. We're going to do the Turkey Day over under. We did this last year. Uh, there were only I think only three matchups last year. Correct. Uh, this year, yeah. This year we're doing the four matchups because we're going to include the Black Friday game, and then we're each going to select one wild card matchup from yep. Sunday, yep. Sunday to Monday. Um, to try and bring in to, uh, to help balance it out. And if we do end up in a tiebreaker, we're going to use differential, right? So if you pick the over and the team went under, then you're going to minus those points. And if they uh, went under, went over, you're going to, again, minus those points. But if you picked over and they went over, you're going to add those points above what the over-under is. And that's how we're going to get to the, the winning. The team with the highest number wins. Yes, Let's sir. hope it doesn't end up in a tie. So we're going to alternate back and forth. We're using the score.ca as our over-under numbers. So matchups yep. that are currently on the list, Green Bay versus Detroit at 47.5. San Fran versus Seattle at 44.5. Washington versus Dallas at 48.5. And Miami versus the New York Jets at 40.5. And then we have room for two more wild spots. So... I just need to bring the score.ca back up because for some reason I closed that window. And uh, I'm going to select uh, pick first. Then you're going to pick, then me, then you. So the tough one here. First pick, I got everything on the board. Can't force me into, into something. Um. Let's have a look at that first game. So Detroit is 47.5 uh, with an eight-point game margin, right? So they should win by eight points. Yes. Wow, that leaves. Do I think Green Bay can score some points? Not a lot, though. San Fran and Seattle. You know what? I'm going to pick the over. On San Fran and Seattle. I'm going to give you the under on that one. Dang. Okay. Um, I'm going to go the Detroit-Green Bay game. Yeah? I'm going over. Okay, so I get the under on that. Yeah, I just I think those two, those two teams are going to have a high scoring game. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be like a thirty five, twenty five, game. Oh, that's really giving some points to to Green Bay. I think I think Detroit gets to the thirty point mark. I don't think they they allow Green Bay to get more than fourteen. Okay, which puts them at the under. So. Okay. I'll take no, okay. that's fair. Yeah. Um, Miami versus New York Jets. What is that implied total? Oh, Miami's going to win by 9.5. Wow. Does that mean? So they're projecting, wow. they're projecting the score to be 29 to 10. To get to your 40.5. Rough. I'm going the under. 
I'm taking the under on that one. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I don't I don't think um I don't think New York is gonna get much of any points. I think they're gonna force they're gonna force New York to throw just like with Zach Wilson, and they're gonna stack the box and try and stuff um any running plays. But the reason they're gonna have to do that is because Miami's gonna put up thirty points in the first half. No, I don't think they'll put up thirty in the first half, but no, I, I, um, I think they'll put up some points, but I don't think they're going to feel that pressure or need to, right? They're not going to have to to be balls out crazy like they've had to been. And the the secondary for the New York Jets are, is actually super elite. So even with Tyree Kill, like, okay, so you're going to break out Tyree Kill, and then maybe you do, you do the under to Jalen Waddle. And I think they'll play, not play safe, but they'll be conservative to a certain standpoint. And like, hey, look, we're, we're up 20, 28 to, to 3. We don't. We're just gonna run Raheem Mostert, right? Okay. We're gonna throw the ball to Durham Smythe two year, two yards down the field. We're, yeah, we're, make make New York do that. That's that's my thinking. Yeah. Which leaves the last matchup: uh, Washington and Dallas. Do you want the over or the under? Oof. It's a good line. I think it's a really good line. Forty eight point five. Dallas is projected to be thirteen point five. I'm 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 figuring it's it's probably right dead on. Um, they're in the dome. This is the other thing that scares me about the New York game. The weather may be a factor if it's crappy weather in New York. Um, is but, it New York in a dome? No, New York's not a dome. No, it's it's open air. Really? Okay. Um, but I'm going to go with the under. I'm I'm thinking it'll get to like 45 points is my my projection. But okay, I actually wanted the I was leaning the over on this one. Wow, uh, and it's the reason being is I'm a I really like Sam Howell. Uh, I'm a bit of uh, a truther, if you will, and I think if he has to unleash it, feast or famine, like he's gonna hum chuck that ball. It's a solid defense. They're not going to be able to run super easy. Uh, passing isn't going to be super easy. Micah Parsons is going to is going to feast eat eat Sam Howell. That's the thing. Um, yeah, uh, D- Dallas is going to score. You can't stop Dallas from scoring. So here we are. It's uh, it's going to be a high scoring game at least from one side. And I think uh, knowing what I know of Sam Howell and how he hung tight with the um, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Right, like I think he, I think he does that type of a performance. So, with with that said, I think I think the over is where where I go anyway. So, um, and you are MetLife Stadium is an open air facility. What's wrong with you, New York? You got all that money and everything, and you can't put a dome on your facility? For shame! No. Uh, it opened in 2010 to replace Giant Stadium. Has a capacity of 82,500. Hmm. Wow. Then they're New making York, lots of money. New Jersey, five miles west of New York City. Okay, so cool. let's pick our next games. Yeah, this this is this is the tough one for me because there are some really good games. Uh, some good games. There's there's some uh, the the Bengals and Steelers. 
uh, 35.5 with the Steelers winning by 1.5. Uh, does that one go over or under? Well, Kenny Pickett versus Jake Browning. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Saints ooh, and Falcons, 42.5. Uh, Giants and Patriots, 33.5. The Rams and Cardinals, 44. Chiefs and Raiders, 42. The Ravens and Chargers, 48. The Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles, 48.5. How about this one? The Cleveland Browns and the Denver Broncos at 36.5. That's a low one. Yep. yep. Panthers, Titans, 36.5. Buccaneers and Colts, 43. Jaguars and Texans, 48.5. You know what? It's my pick. And I'm going to go the Jags and Texans with the over. They were 48.5. If Trevor Lawrence has truly figured out how to play football again and he's able to make something work, and I don't believe in in all of their assets, but I think they're good assets. Um, and the, the Houston defense isn't super awesome, but neither is the Jags defense. And C.J. Stroud and Tank Dell and Nico Collins are able to make some things happen. So I think if these guys are expecting to be like a 24 to 27 game, um, I think it could be higher than that as they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I pick the over. Andrew, who you got? Oh, I'm waffling between two. Okay. Which two? Browns, Broncos. Really? And Ravens, Chargers. I think the Ravens okay. Chargers game is going to be a high scoring game. You think, uh, yeah, I would think it'd be over 48. The de- Chargers defense is even scary. hit 60. I think it, hit, it could hit 60 in that game. Uh, no, I'm going to go Cleveland Denver, and I'm going to go the over. I'm going the over. Okay. Uh, you, you think? I think Cleveland's going to run the ball like crazy all over Denver, and Denver's going to throw the ball. Like crazy all over Cleveland, so I'm okay. I'm I'm thinking like a 20, 25, 21 that final score. There, right? So you're taking uh, thirty six point five. Yeah, I think it's going to be in the forties, maybe even hit the fifties. Okay, there we go. There there we have it. Uh, Green Bay and Detroit. Uh, I've got the under. You've got the over. San Fran, Seattle. I got the over. You got the under. Washington, Dallas, I've got the over, you've got the under. Miami and New York Jets on Friday for the Black Friday game, first ever. I've got the under, you've got the over. And then we got two Sunday matchups. I got Jacksonville and Houston, I'm taking the over. And you've got Cleveland and Denver taking the over. Interesting. Well, here's here's to us. Should be fun. Yes. Well, that's it for this week, folks. I uh, truly appreciate you sticking with us, enjoying the show. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. You can hit us up on Twitter. You could, well, now known as X, Facebook, TikTok, Poor Man Football, all one word. Come back next week as we do week 13. Uh, we're getting closer to Christmas. We're, we're less than a week away. It's getting, or to the month of December, at least. And we still don't have snow. It's wild. 
Canada is an amazing country where we can go from deep snow minus 40 to plus six and green grass. Crazy. Uh, so that's it. One from one poor man to another. Remember, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Good night, everybody. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.